0: joining. Uh, the topic is Arab Pesach uh, Chaldeus B'Shabbes and other Pesach Hopefully we'll be able to get to all the, everything we want to cover. It tends to be a, a significant amount. Um, I just uh, want to point out, so this is a fairly unique uh, event. We've had it before. Uh, last time was in 2008. Uh, if, if my reading of the, the, there's a very complicated Hebrew chart in the tour which goes to the calculations of when it takes place. Uh, I think we're going to see it again in four years from now. And then we're going to see it again 20 years after that. So the next time we will see it, will be... And it also corresponds with the perm Meshulish in Eretz Yisrael. Uh, always goes together. Yerushalayim has a Purim Meshulish, where, where perm of Yerushalayim falls out on a Friday, so they have perm Friday, Shabbos, and Sunday. So that goes together. So if you want to experience that, you have an opportunity four years from now. Next time after that, you're going to have to wait until 2045 before you get a chance to do it again. Okay, Um, so because Ere Pesach is uh, Mashiach Shekham will be Yerushalayim, man will be being Mach of the Korban Pesach on Shabbos, which is an extraordinary idea that the Rabbian class will be Mach of the Korban on Shabbos itself. Well, normally that would be Yasser. The Korban Pesach is Deuch Um, Because Ere Pesach was on Shabbos, it traits various different halachas. Let's let's go a few things. So starting from Starting from the days beforehand. So, Thursday would be the day of the Bukhar and would fast on Thursday. So, that's relevant uh, for the world of women. A woman who has a husband who's a Bukhar and has a son who's a Bukhar, the law that the woman fasts for her son who's a Bukhar until he's bar mitzvah. So, because the, the husband is fasting for himself, he's a Bukhar, um, and the son is under a mitzvah, but he's a Bukhar, so the mother fasts for the child. Uh, so the same way the, uh, this kindness is more lenient than Ramechal if your person attends a SUDAS Mitzvah he can break his fast and then he's allowed to continue uh, eating the rest of the day so it would be true for a woman as well that she would, she would attend um, uh, she would attend some form of a Siyum and then be allowed to eat the rest of the day so now attending the Siyum is a little bit difficult. How does a woman attend to see him? She's not necessarily going to the minion in the morning. Again, this is only relevant for a woman who ha- has a son who's a Bukhor. If the father's not a Bukhor and the son is a he has a son who's a Bukhor, the father fasts in place of the child till the child's permit. If the father's also Bukhor, so he cannot fast in place of his child because he has his own responsibility to fast, so then the mother is supposed to fast. Well, the same way the the husband, can, the father, can relieve his responsibility of fasting by um, by attending a seeum. so the mother could do the same. Uh, so uh, this question came up last year: What all What can they do? Can they attend a him through through Zoom? Is that sufficient? The answer is yes. A person can attend a him through Zoom as long as you afterwards. And this is very important. Afterwards, you eat something. Um, preferably something which would be celebratory. You eat some some type of a food which would be something appropriate for a celebration for a surotz mitzvah. So you're celebrating the fact that there was a seum, and you're eating some uh, a pota- eating a potato chip. No, that's not going to cut the mustard. Uh, you need need something which you would eat for a celebration. You'd have, so you have a, this year's a little bit easier. You're Pesach not, mamish. You're not really excited about having this this major piece of cake or whatever it is. But this year, Thursday morning, maybe you still would allow yourself a leniency to have a nice piece of cake. And then once you've done that, you're allowed to continue eating the rest of the day. Um, fine. The, the, the Thursday night is, is the Badika, because we cannot do the Badika on Friday night. We have to with it with a candle, and uh, we can't not do that on Friday night. So the, the Badika has been moved back to Thursday nights. So Thursday night, a person will do the badika like regular, like, like the regular Arab Pesach Badika with a brocha, and the same way after the person finishes the Bidika on a regular night for Pesach, he, after the Badika, he, he says Bittu. So he will say a Bittu over here as well. The Bittu that you normally say, which is printed in the Haggadah or the Siddur, that when you finish the, the Bidika, you say the Bittu, of the chamas that I'm, I do not know about. I mean, I'm being my all chamas that, that I do not know about. The same way that's true, um, the same way that's true every year, you'll do that this year, even though it's a night earlier. But it's important to know that if a person does this bittel and he's, he's done his medika and done his bittel and then he allows he or she allows the chametz to be, get strewn around the house, that will undermine the status of badika, you would have to do the badika again. So what you really need to do is, from that point onwards, to make sure that any comments that you're leaving over for Shabbos is in a safe place where it can't get strewn around. So it's very relevant if you have younger children around. Um, you, don't, you do not want them getting into the into the chametz and spreading it around on a practical level, but also on a halachic level. If they could, and they did, um, um, you potentially have undermined your Badika and would be would be to do a a second time. Okay, so that's Thursday. So you have Thursday. You have the Tinus, Thursday night. You have the Badika and the bithul Thursday night. Normally, we the next morning we do shreifus chametz, and so we do we do a, a bithul a second time by this when you burn the chametz. That doesn't apply over here. The bitl, the for the second time a bithul will be Shabbos morning after you finish eating your chalmets. But the bittel of the night of the is done as usual. Okay. Um, the burning of the chalmets, the Shekhan says, should be done on the regular time frame that you normally do it in order not to confuse it with other years, even though theoretically, you could theoretically burn it later because there's no problem of having chalmets later in the day. It's not like the average year where you can't have chametz later in the day. You can have chametz later in the day or on Friday, but if you're going to burn it later in the day on on the Friday this year, you're going to confuse it next, possibly in the, in the future, and believe that you're going to be allowed to burn comets later in the day. But that's not true. You must burn chametz before uh, before in the morning. So before chatzos. So therefore, you ha- this year you need to burn it. As well, before an hour, you should the burning should be done before an hour before the chatzos. So, chazos is about one 1:13, 1, uh, and the halachic hour before that gives you about 11:58. So, a person should be doing their burning before 11:58 on Friday. The comments that you're leaving for Shabbos, the person should leave just a, 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 a the, the amount of comments that they need. To fulfill the mitzvahs of of eating chametz or whatever what chametz they want to eat, that'll eat other you know, chametz besides. But it, it, it should be the amount that you plant, you you will consume it. At least, preferably, you will be consuming this chametz. Um, you won't have any leftovers. Okay. Um, now, regards to the foods for for Shabbos, a person could prepare shoe foods for Shabbos in chametz the Kekalim, if they want it is much preferred. That's clear in halacha that you cannot prepare foods which tend to stick to the pots because then you're going to be left with pots which need cleaning on Shabbos because they have chalmets in them and uh, you don't really have a good way to clean them on Shabbos. So that's, so that you should not do. I think most women already decided that without Chazal telling me that halacha, they're not c- c- cooking actual helmets in pots which are going to be sticky. Right, you didn't need me to tell you that. Um, but I'm, I'm I'm cooking foods which are, ba- are not chametz, but I'm cooking them in chametz thicker pots. Is that a problem? The answer: That's not a problem. Um, kidneys, etc. So I'm making a chont, and I'm making a chont. You know, I, I don't have to make a paste of the chont. I can make a chont with, with 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 beans, just no barley. Right. So barley is comets. So I'm making, but beans are not comets, They're kidneys. So they're not. They're, they're, that's basically a food which meatrite is, in is, is' not' is not comets it's not ulcer and pasteo you just can't we don't eat it but it's not uscer to own it etc and then uh, after after the pot is finished you can sort of like wipe it out as best as possible and put it away um but even though you're using a comet sticker a pot if the food has a comet's flavor in it and by now most of you are familiar with the idea that the pots have a certain amount of absorption in halacha. We, we it absorbs flavor and then it imparts flavor. so if it was used for hot comets earlier twenty within twenty four hours beforehand, it will then impart that comets flavor into the food and now you have food, food which has comets flavor in it, which you have to deal with what do you do with that food so if you want to use a non you want to use a for the food for for Shabbos, it should be a, a kli which has not been used for twenty four, has not been used for chametz, twenty four hours, and not, not been used for hat chametz, twenty four hours, prior to when you're making your food for Shabbos. Okay, um, if you make it in paste the like kakalim, so that's great. So then you don't have to worry about anything. You're making Pesach the like food and paste the like Um So, so. Uh, Let's say it's something hot, so you made you made a hot cholent, a the like cholent, and it's hot. It's it's potatoes, it's meat. You know, uh, you're you're not a sardi sardiyas. You're not adding rice, right? You're a, you are a sardi. You're adding rice, which has been checked properly for peso. So, it, there's no comments there, it's made in a the like kakhli. Now you want to pour from that. You want to pour it out onto your onto your plate. So if you're using disposable plates. Everything's wonderful. The question with the poison dealt with if you if you if you're going to transfer it into a chametz to plate, so there's this connection as you're pouring here that's touching the chometz plate below, and your pieces of plate part above, so that is a concern in halacha. So we don't want to get involved in that. But if, so the, the the advantage of using disposables is you're going to avoid that possibility totally. Okay. So that would be the the, the, the food you're eating for, for Friday night. That'll be the food that you're eating Shabbos morning. Um, that it's cooked in, probably be cooked in a pesadik, a pot. It's cooked pesadik, Um and the only chametz you're having is going to be the chametz that you're using to be to be, to, be, to, be, to, be the, to the the of hamotzi. So we'll talk about some other options of what to do for that. How to be yotze hamotzi? We'll get to that. Now, what about shalsheres? So, Shashuddas, normally Shashuddas has to be eaten in the afternoon. The Rishulchan Aruch says in Hilger Shabbos a person eats Shashuddas before Chatzoys in the morning, still before the midday, they're not yet to the Mitzvah of Shashuddas. So, you have to eat in the afternoon. Well, in the afternoon, we have this problem. What's the problem? The problem is you can't eat comments anymore. It's Ere from and onwards is Oster Midar, Reise, the Torah prohibition eat the so you can't eat Okay. I'll use Matzah. Well, there's an Isser Mirabona there's a Rabbinic prohibition, and Erev Pesach not to eat Matzah. Pesach to eat Why? You shouldn't be eating Matzah on, 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 on Erev Pesach and then eating Matzah again by the Seder. So they said, Mirabonin, it's also you can't eat Matzah. So you can't eat Matzah, you can't eat the Okay. So, what should you do? Now, if we go back to Hilger Shabbos and we look at how, what do you need to eat to fulfill the mitzvah of Shoshodas? So, the Shogunar gives you four levels of preference. He says the appropriate thing to do is to, is, not Ere Pesach, every, any Shoshodas of the whole year. He says you should wash for Shoshodas. You have to wash and eat bread. If one did not wash and eat bread, which that is the appropriate way to do it, one opinion says, Bid'i if you ate mazonos, you'd be yotze. That's not a chadchila. That's not the proper way of doing it. But if you did it, you'd be yotze. You'd fulfill your obligation. What it means it says that, but only mazonos, nothing else. What it means it says you know what? Not only is mazonos works, but even meat or fish, something which is a food, which is a which is a a meal type of a food. It's not a snack. It's you know, the person sits down. You know, doesn't usually sit down. So let's let's. Let's snack on some tuna. You sit down. That's a meal. You make a meal out of, out of fish. You make a meal out of, of meat. So that's considered initial sugars. But if you eat fruit, fruit's a snack. One opinion says even fruit is good enough. So we have four opinions. Bread, also mazonos, also meat and fish, also pears. So if I want to be should us so one answer is sometime in the afternoon I can't eat I can't eat bread neither comets or or matzah what about maybe I could eat mazonos or maybe I could eat meat or fish or fruit if I need to so can I can I eat mazonos so like the mazonos so for those of you who do not eat kibrox the answer is no because there's no way to get like the mazonos which is which is not Kabruks. but if somebody eats eats the lachara, you have an option. You can eat pesach dika mazonos. Peso de mazonos could come in two forms. It could come with something which is cooked, like a kinnadol, or something which is baked, like a pesach dika mazonos cake. You use matzah melt, and you you, you make a peso de cake. Um, so you cannot use another peso the same way you can't eat. Matzah in you cannot eat, use mel which has been baked in erepesh, because that has not—it's not a significant enough of a change to the mel, even though there's other flavors there. But the mel has not been changed by through baking enough to say that it's going to be mutter. So, Pesach and Mizonos cakes are not permitted in erepesh, and this is true any year, not just this year. Any year, that's true. So, going back to RCM, for example, I remember I had the situation once. We were doing a sium in yeshiva, uh, Arab Pesach, and the individual who was doing the sium brought in some of the Gimazonos cake to eat, to give out by the sium. They said, it's not going to work. You're not allowed to eat Pesach the Gimazonos cake on Arab Pesach. Uh, you can eat it on Pesach, but you can't eat it on Arab Pesach. You can't eat matzah on Arab Pesach, you cannot eat of the Gimazonos cake on Arab Pesach. So that wasn't a good option. So macaroons were, were, were the more standard type of thing, or shahakol cakes that um, mazonos cakes are, are not permitted on Erev Pesach. So you cannot use masonos cake this year as well on Erev Pesach. But keneglach or mutzah, cooked masonos, cooked matzamel, is permitted. So a person would want to eat sometime in the afternoon, would want to eat Kineglauch, some keneglach for sholshodas. He could do so. Or he or she could do so. Okay, now, um, if the person d- d- doesn't eat your bugs, so that's not an option, obviously, if you want to use this, this approach, you have to eat it earlier on in the day because I'll add in another problem. We don't want you eating too much food late in the day because it's going to take away your appetite for eating the matzo. So by 4.20 in the afternoon, if you want to eat, you want to eat Luck, You should eat your Canadian before four twenty in the afternoon. If you didn't do so, you could have some meat or some fish or some fruits after that point in time. You will fulfill shalsudas that way. So that's one way to approach shalsudas: is by eating it in the afternoon, eating something as a replacement for the bread. And we give it. We've given different options for replacement for the bread: either kineidloch if you're eating it earlier in the afternoon or meat and fish, meat slash fish, or even fruits later in the afternoon. Okay. Now, Mishmur comes along and says, but we, we pointed out, the opinion of fulfilling shalshudas with these other things is really, really bitty of it. So maybe we should try, find a way that we could actually eat bread for shalshudas. Well, how can you do that? It's, it has to be eaten in the afternoon. Well, there's an opinion that says you could eat shalshudas in the morning. Oh, so maybe I should eat in the morning bread. And I'll have some sure So how am I going to do that? I'm going to eat two meals in the morning. I'm going to Davin, come home, eat one meal, wash and bench, wash a meal, eat the meal, bench, and then wash again and eat another meal with bread. I can't eat matzah the whole day, but I can eat bread, I can eat chometz, until the Zaman so when is about ten forty, for, so um, so Mishabur suggests you should do so. So we're going to try and actually do both opinions. We're going to have shalsudas in the afternoon with Knedlach or with meat or with fish or with fruit. We're also going to have two meals in the morning. Um, so the two meals in the morning, uh, we have You have to give enough time. That it's, it looks a little bit strange. You wash for a meal, you eat the meal, you bench, then you wash again. So that sounds like a bracha, there's a waste of benching over there. There's, you didn't really finish your meal yet. So you like a person bench in the middle of the meal. He benched for no purpose because it's the middle of a meal. So it's called a brachoshenitzrika. So you have to create a time lapse between the first meal and the second meal. You have to bench, you have to get up from the table and um, you have to give some, a time-lapse. So how much time-lapse do you need to give? The other person should give 15 minutes time-lapse. And, the you is very strong, you should walk away from the table. The person should walk away from the table. The person should not stay seated during those person benches, gets up from the table, walks away, and then comes back. So you have to start the first meal with enough time to finish it, have... A, t- a break, and then wash again and eat at least the, the bread before 10.40. So a person can start the first meal at 9.30, b- b- bench by, t- by 10, a little bit after 10 o'clock, 10.10. A person finishes benching, at 10.15, 15-minute t- break, washes again, eats their bread, and by 10.40 they've stopped eating, they've stopped eating bread. Then they can continue the meal after 10.40 so that's the suggested way to do shashudas in the morning you're going to have two meals now you're not going to get all of your courses in in the first meal you'll get some courses in, in the first meal you might serve the the fish or people serve liver or eggs for the for the first meal so person will wash eat their eat bread eat their the the first course bench take a break wash again eat the bread, get removed, we'll discuss how to remove all of the, the vestiges of that bread, and then they'll continue their meal um, with their, with, 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 with Cholons, pace of the Okay, so that's the two ways to fulfill should us. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to do, one is doing it in the afternoon, and one is doing it in the morning, Mr. we suggests you should do both. You should try and do both because each one is a disagreement whether it works. So, the, the more options that you fill, the better chance you have that you fulfilled your, your mitzvah. Okay, now, how much do you have to eat? How much chametz do you have to eat by, by the, these mitzvahs? You're eating chametz to fulfill your mitzvah of eating eating hamoytzi. How much do you need to eat for hamoytzi? So normally we say, well, a person needs a kazayas to bench. That's true. person needs one kazayas to bench. How big is a kazayas? So for those of you, we've discussed this, I've mentioned this different times. I was, I, I, my rabbi taught me many, many years ago, if you take a two pounds loaf of rye bread from the bakery, you picture that loaf of rye bread that you get from the bakery, take a slice in the middle of the, the loaf, cut it in half. That's the volume of a kazayas not very big right it's half of a slice of rye bread the, of the, 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 the that shape that you get from the bakery it's sort of like a football shape a little bit and the middle is a little thicker and wider and taller take one slice cut it in half and that's the size of a cass that's one onekazas and that's enough to for a person to bench on each person needs to eat that amount however by Hitler Shabbos, you the look is you the 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 definition of a meal, that's a very minimal amount of bread. The definition of a meal is actually the equivalent of a kebeya v'od. Slightly more than a kebeya. Kebeya is double the size of a kezayas, which means one slice, a full slice of rye bread. It would, it would be sufficient to say that you've eaten a kebeya v'od. It's a little bit—it's it's actually a little bit smaller, so you've fulfilled a the size of a kebeya plus more by eating one slice of rye bread, the, again, it's volume, not weight. It's volume. The volume of that size, if you make a roll which is equivalent to volume to it to, to that, you know, you can approximate it. it's basically the same size as that slice. That slice of rye bread that would be a kebeya. and you'd be able to fulfill your mitzvah of eating the the Suda Shabbos with bread properly. So you need that for Friday night. You need that for Shabbos morning. You need that again if you want to do shalshudas. You need that again for shalshudas. So you're going to need, each person's going to need three rolls of that size, or three slices of bread of that size. Um, Suggestion, if a person wants to try and minimize the uh, crumbs, which that's, you know, okay, you're eating chomets, you have crumbs. So weather permitting, you know, if you have a way to eat out on your balcony or eat out on your deck, so the the crumbs become less, probably, you don't have crumbs in your house. Um, so that's a great idea. You cannot, however, start the meal on the deck, eat around the, de- the balcony, eat the bread outside, and then come inside and finish the meal at the, at the table. Because that's considered you change your place in the middle of the meal and you would actually possibly need a new bracha of hamotzi, otherwise you'd have to make, which you can't do, you, or you would have to make brachas on the foods that you're eating during the meal, which is problematic. So you should not switch if you want to eat the meal on the balcony, eat the meal on the balcony. You want only to only eat some chumas and the rest is paces, fine. But it should be on the balcony or on the, pa- on the patio or on the deck. If you're eating inside, so you're not, you, you, know, you, you can't switch tables. You should preferably you shouldn't. Well, we'll go downstairs in the basement and eat the, the bread over our napkins punched over like this like you know little little squirrels to make sure we get every little bite wrap up the napkins throw them in the garbage and come back upstairs and finish the meal you can't do that you have to eat the meal the the, the place that you're eating the hamotzi, is the place where you're eating your meal which of course makes it more challenging but you know give people a napkin and they should eat over their napkin after they finished eating they wrap up the napkin and you could take them and put them put put them in the garbage um, and preferably you should try and use some type of a Uh, bread form, which is not very crumbly, so you're not getting a lot of crumbs. Okay. Now, you're scared about that. That doesn't sound like a great proposition. The crumbs are going to get all all over the place, and we're worried about crumbs and Pesach. So I want to use something else instead. I want to use egg matzo. Can I make a meal out of egg matzo? So the meaning for Ashkenazim, not for but for Ashkenazim, is to um, not eat egg matzah on Pesach unless a person is a, a choler or a zokem. person is not well and they have difficulty eating regular matzah, they can eat it on Pesach. Now, you cannot use egg matzah for the Seder. That's off the table. That's not a question. We're talking about the rest of Pesach, not, not by the seder, not by the, the two store. The yom tov meals cholimoid. I want to eat egg matzah, so for Ashkenazim. You can't. And on the on the box it says those who follow the opinion of the of the Ramah, which is the the final arbiter for for Ashkenazim. You cannot use this on Pesach unless you're sick or elderly. But that's on Pesach. But before Pesach, when it, I'm eating it. Um, um, I'm I'm going to get to the question about uh, washing out your your hands, mouth, et cetera, when you when you switch. I'm trying to work this through. Okay, so can you use? But I want to eat it Friday night. It's not it's not worse than eating comments I want to eat it Shabbos morning. So yes, you could do that. A person can make the meal out of egg matzah. However, egg matzah really since it's made without water, it's made with fruit juices, etc., and it does have a little bit of a different flavor. It is considered in a what's known as possible bakistan. In. in order to say a mozi on it and to bench on it, you have to eat a significant amount. How much do you have to eat? So, again, so that we're discussing now the option a person wants to say, you know what, I don't want to deal with comments on this, on this it's too much for me. I, I, I don't want to get involved in that. But what I want to do is use egg matzah instead. So, all my I got I have little kids in the house. It's gonna be a problem. So everybody will get get their egg matzah. And they'll eat their egg matzah, and then again, we're not eating it on Pesach itself. We're eating on Friday night. We're eating on Shabbos morning. Um, and then I don't have to worry about crumbs because the mice. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not usher to own. It's not chum, It's Just you can't eat it. So I don't throw about the crumbs. Sounds like a great idea. So how much do you have to eat in order to be to be able to wash? Say hamotzi and bench. So, Rambam says, "You, ha- it depends on the society." So, our society, because we have we have many other foods besides the bread, the bread is still considered the primary part of the meal. That's why hamotzi covers everything. But we eat a certain amount of bread, and we eat, we fill ourselves up with many other foods. What it's so an average meal? What's the volume of bread a person would eat? Two slices, three slices of bread. That's the amount of the volume of egg matzah you have to eat to be able to wash, say, mozi and bench. And then the rest of the meal, you'll have regular foods. So, if a person, so one board of, of egg, the egg matzahs is much less than, than two or three slices of bread. An average person by, an, by meal, a meal where a person is washing and eating bread, they don't just eat a little nibble, they, don't, they, they eat a few slices, two or three slices. Person has bread, washes record, they have two slices of toast. You know, they they wash for supper and they have a nice size roll. So you have to eat the equivalent of volume of that amount of egg matzah. So I think two two boards of egg matzah would be sufficient for that purpose. But that's a nice, that's a lot of egg matzah. You know, towards Friday night, Shabbos morning, and us, You know, so if you don't think you're, you're going to be eating, you want to do that, you might want to go back to the chometz, eating eating the the because it's a little bit easier to eat that volume of a chometz sticker roll than it is the egg matzah. You want to be creative, and you know, smear it with jelly so your kids will eat it. To find It's an interesting Shabbos suda, but the whole Shabbos is interesting. Okay, so that's a, that. That is w- one suggestion. Um, okay, but let's say you ate the chametz, so you so you are dealing with chametz. So you've you've you're, you're you're made these types of rolls which aren't very crumbly. So you're not worried about the crumbs. So you ate it over the you ate it over the napkins. Everybody add over their napkin, they, whatever comes in there, they, after they're finished, they remove it and put it in the garbage. Now you're eating paste of the foods. So do you need um, do you need to wash out your mouth, etc? So as long as you're not using paste of the cacalum, I don't care. if you're using disposables, like what's the problem? Right? So, so Friday night, we, we eat our we eat our eat the bread, get the bread off the table, and we have the rest of the meal. Okay, great. Shabbos morning again, you do that. Now Shalshuddis, Now you're dealing with another issue. I have comments in my in, in my mouth, and it's it's becoming this manaviser. Right. So then I, I need to I need to remove comments from my person. I need to get rid of the comments which is on me on me. Before this zman again this zman yisr of eating chametz and her pesach is about ten forty. You might get different times, but it's around ten forty. So here I am at shaloshis. So I, I finally got around to washing for It was ten twenty five, ten thirty. I ate my kebaya of, of bread. It's now ten thirty five, and what 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 do I do now? So I need to clean up my mouth. I need to cl- get any vestiges of crumbs off the off the table, etc. Out of the house, I need to deal with right, like this regular amount of beer. So I'm not dealing with getting out of the house yet. That'll be 11:58. Right now I'm dealing with I need to get the comet, I shouldn't be eating any more comets. Well, I have comets stuck between my teeth. So what are you allowed to do? What should you do? So a person obviously should rinse out their mouth. Um, can you use, should you use a toothbrush um, at that point in time? Um... So, a, a, if a person doesn't tend to bleed when they brush their teeth or they floss, it, t- it might happen sometimes, but it's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a secretion. It's not definite that's it's going to happen. They're allowed to brush their teeth and floss. They cannot use tooth pr- toothpaste, number one. Number two, the toothbrush should be a, a, a new toothbrush. You say, well, you know, I have one more time to use my old Hamzika toothbrush. Because I'm using it for comments. So I'm not going to be using this in Pesach. No, it has to. It should be a new toothbrush. You cannot use your regular weekday toothbrush on Shabbos. You have to make a have a special Shabbos-like a toothbrush, which you will end up using one time before Pesach. You can use it for comments after Pesach. Um, can I wet it? You can wet it minimally, but you should not. You know, normally you dunk your toothbrush in a lot of water, etc. So that will allow you. You can you can brush, brush, and floss if it's not definite that your teeth are going to bleed. So, let's say a person has a retainer, a person has a bridge, something of that sort. So you need to take that out and clean off any comments which might be on there. So that a person should do, again, before 1040, a person should do that. The person... Once you've done that, you clean out your mouth, you can continue the meal, but sometime before 1158, we need to deal with comments in the house. We need to get rid of the comments in the house. Um, so what do we have in the comments? We have, potentially, we have um, crumbs on the floor. We have, potentially, maybe some crumbs fell on the person. We have, potentially, the, 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 the pots or the, 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 the plates, which were, which were, the, the, the napkins, which were, which were, which were, which were used all of those we need to figure what to do with. And then there's comets which is left over. You might have something that one of your kids did, just didn't eat that roll. So you worked out, you have got it down to a science. We need, you know, X amount of rolls. And one of the kids refuses to eat the roll. Or you have a half a roll left over. You have actual comets that you need to deal with. So what do you do with those things? Okay. Um, so if you, if you have... Any comments that you need to wash out of any pots, which I would imagine most of you are not going to be doing that. If that would be the situation, you can't wash the pot you're not washing the pot for Shabbos. You're not washing it. The next time you use this pot is going to be way, way um, um, down the road. So, but in order not to have a problem with comments, you can try, you can wipe it out with a, with, a, with a paper towel or, or your. Or your finger, um, and remove any of the actual end which is there, any of the actual substance which is there you can remove, and then you'll 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 wrap up, put the pot in a bag, and put it away till after, with you know, with your you keep your comments in a kelim, etc. But I imagine most people are not going to be involved in that. Um, the, so that's not such an issue. Okay, but I have. The act, I have actual chametz. So what can you do with actual chametz? So you can flush it down the toilet. The, let's say it's a large piece which you don't want to flush down the toilet. You, know. you can break it into smaller pieces and flush it down the toilet. You're allowed to break it down to smaller pieces on Shabbos. Um, the problem would be, the potential would be tochein, but it's already made out, made out of flour. That's not a problem. Okay. Okay. Um, so I ate it on the balcony, I ate it on the deck. So it's a place where birds come. So I don't have to worry about the crumbs. The crumbs are on the deck. The, you know, the birds are going to get it. I, no, I ate in the house, so I have to deal with the crumbs. So you're allowed to sweep up the crumbs and fl- potentially flush them down the toilet. You have crumbs in your broom, so you can, you can play with the broom to get, get, all, get all the crumbs out. I have all these disposable plates which have maybe some crumbs in them and I put them in the garbage. So I want to put my leftover I want to put my leftover um, helmets in the garbage in the garbage can. So will that work? So for those of you who are not living in an apartment if you're living in an apartment the, the, there, there's, a, there's a garbage chute so you could, take the, you could take the bag to the garbage chute and throw it down it's no longer in your possession it's in the possession of the of the of the the, the, the apartment building that's not your problem. Let's say a person lives in, in a a, a, um, in a private home. So, putting it in the garbage cans, put you cannot have you cannot have the helmets on your in, in, your, in your possession and place. So, the garbage cans in, inside, your, even though they're outside of your house, they're on your property, is still a problem. What about putting the garbage cans down on the on the tree lawn, also known as the road verge? And, which that actually does not belong to. It belongs to the county. So, um, that you have responsibility to maintain it, etc. They can give you a citation if you don't, but it belongs to the county. So it's not your property anymore. But it's your garbage can. So this is the one, because when Marcia held them, it was a problem. Other parts can held them was not a problem. So theoretically, now, I just want to point out, this year, for, for Cat Mill, garbage pickup is on Monday. So, um are you allowed to move your garbage cans on Yumtiv? so there's no comments I can roll my comments et cetera but I simply want to move my garbage cans for the pickup so the problem is that a lot of the things inside the garbage cans are muksa so you once you throw food out especially on Yumtiv, it gets a status it gets the status of moksa you're not allowed to move muksa. So in the house, I'm allowed to take garbage out because otherwise it starts to stink, and that's the hetero called graf sharei. It becomes repulsive. It's in the garbage cans outside. It's not repulsive. So what's my head to put it down on the, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the tree lawns. I have it taken away. So I need to do one of two things. One option is to put it there before Shabbos, um, so I, and then I don't have to move it on yomtiv. Or I need to make it that my garbage can is supporting chalments and non comments uh, excuse me, sorry, take that back, Muksa and non-muxa items. The problem here is muxa. I want to move muxa. I can't move muksa. Well, it's muxa and non-muxa. So you have to put something in there beforehand which will not become muxa. Let's say a full bottle of water, uh, a full can of soda in the garbage can. So the garbage can is supporting this can of soda, which you would be happily retrieve because it's totally clean, etc. And... Um, Everything else. So that, that would allow me to move it on Yamte. But regards to the issue of chametz, the, your garbage can is sitting on your property until Friday, Monday morning. So that's not a good idea. So if you put it on the tree lawn beforehand, it's all for your property, but it's in your garbage cans. So that's a problem. So the solution is you can be mafka, your garbage cans. So if you put your garbage cans on the tree lawn before Shabbos, and you declare in front of three people that your garbage cans are hefker. So you don't own the garbage cans anymore. It's not your garbage cans. It's not your, not your property. So then you could put the chlamets in the garbage can Shabbos morning, assuming the air is up, um, before this mon- the Easter of owning it at 1158, and it's not your headache anymore. So that would be innate. So the only problem with that is that according to Montgomery County rules, you're not supposed to put your garbage cans on the tree loan more than 24 hours before pickup. So if pickup is Monday morning. You're not supposed to put it there until Sunday morning, not Friday afternoon. So uh, that you'll have to discuss between yourself and your lawyer, whether that bothers you or not. But in regards to the halachic uh, eitz, that would be the best halachic eitz to put it there before Shabbos and be mafka them. And then, you've, then you could put the chametz into those garbage cans um, and not worry about it. Okay. Um, the, uh, if a person has any, potentially has any crumbs on, their, on themselves, they should shake this off and then obviously they should then uh, sweep that up and get rid of that. Um, if a person realizes later in the day that there's some chametz that they didn't take care of, they find a piece of chametz they didn't take care of. So you can't. The, the chametz is muksa. Once it becomes zman yisur of the chametz, it, it's a, it's not edible. So it's a non-usable item. It becomes mukhs. So what you do is you cover it with a, a with a something. So you shouldn't by mistake come to pick it up and eat it. You have something sitting there. There's this big bowl in the middle of the floor, and after then after Yumtiv is over, so Monday night when Yumtiv finishes, you would you would then you would then burn it. Let's say a person um says, I have leftover comments, I want to put it with all the comments I'm selling to the Goy. Like what's this whole p- problem? I'm selling comments to the Goy. So I'll eat my comments and I'll put it away in the freezer. You know, I have half a loaf left over, wrap it up nice, put it in the section of the freezer which I sold to the Goy, etc., so you th- you have to speak to your rov. Um There's different ways of doing mechiras comments this year. One way of doing mechiras comments is that actually the mechira takes effect before Shabbos, so putting it there after doesn't help you. It doesn't. You, it's not being sold because that comment you kept for yourself, you didn't sell it. If the person, the rub made the arrangement that the mechira the, the was made before Shabbos to take effect on Shabbos morning, so then fine, you could add to it. But if you, the mechira was took effect before Shabbos. So, all the comments which you left for Shabbos is not included in the sale, so putting it there doesn't make it included. So, if you want to use that, that, that suggestion, you would have to clarify with your Rub what, what type of arrangement he made with, with for his material's comments. Um, I do not know, I do not have information of Volk Rabbonim, what their plans are for that. Okay, you have comments left over, you want to give it to your neighbor who's a goy. That's fine. Give it to your neighbor who's a goy, but it's still his money hat, so you can give it away and then they can do whatever they want. That doesn't bother us. Okay. Now, um, the the tablecloth, which potentially has some common crumbs on it, you should shake it out. That means you shouldn't let your neighbor's Shabbos on the tablecloth, because then you can't, the, on Shabbos, you have no way to take the tablecloth off, because the, 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 it's muxa. So this Shabbos, a person, that that, that Shabbos, a per, um, so, if you're eating outside, you're eating outside, so you're lighting inside. You're eating eating outside, but so if you're eating inside, preferably you should you should keep the the the, the light not on the table. you will be able to remove the tablecloth and shake it outside and get rid of any crumbs which are on on the tablecloth. Okay, um, I want to talk about a few things about the, but for the by about the by the seder. But I meanwhile, I have two, uh, two, uh, two questions over here. Um, one question is: Can a person use a, if they have a, if they have a Shabbos toothbrush? Can the person use that? Do you need a new one? No, you do not need a new one. You can use your, if you have a regular Shabbos toothbrush. They use every Shabbos. That will work for this as well. Um, so now, does one need to wash out their mouth in between eating challah and eating the pastas like food and shole? So but, so Friday night, the answer is no. You do not need to do so unless you're going to be uh, using paste of the kekalin, you do have to wash off your hands as well. Um, so then there's a question about the logic, why egg matzah is permitted when matzah and cake is not permitted. Um, the difference is matzah and cake was made from actual matzah. Um, um, and then, then somebody has a qu- second question, I know it's a good time. Not yet, because I want to cover a few other things, though. Okay. Now, um, you should try and ha- make your preparations for the Seder before Shabbos. Let's say a person, for whatever reason, did not prepare everything they need for the Seder before Shabbos, so you can't prepare on Shabbos. You're preparing Motzi Shabbos, so you're now you're, you're making your preparations for the Seder on Yom Tif. So that comes with some halachas different than usual. Okay? So you want to roast the zroya on the bay, So you're roasting something on yomtiv. So that's you're allowed to cook on yomtiv. You're allowed to roast on yomtiv. You're not allowed to roast on yomtiv or cook on yomtiv to use to eat on yomtiv. So you're not allowed to just put on the seder and never eat it. You would have to roast it, use it on the on the ka'ora, eat it the next day. We don't eat roasted by night. Eat it the next day by day, and then the second night roast a new one because you're only allowed to cook or on yomtiv. In order to be able to eat on Yom Tiv. and you cannot cook for, on Yom Tov from one day to the next. So, if you're cooking on Motzi Shabbos, which is the first day of Yom Tiv, you have to eat it on that first day at some point in time. You can't eat it by the seder; you eat it the next day. So, the Zoray and the Beya really should be done beforehand. And if if you do it did on Yom Tiv, you have to make sure that you eat it. Person do not grate the cheroses, chop up the cheroses. You're to do that. You have to do it with the shinoi. Um, the shinoi is uh, the same thing. Uh, by the more the person would have to do it with the shinoi, so the shinoi is as opposed to um, normally you would grate onto into into a, into a bowl or into a plate. You would do it on, directly on. Put a napkin on and do it directly on the napkin or on the table. you will have to make salt water on on yom tiv. Um, um, you should make sure that your your wine bottles, if if you're mocked but an opening. Uh, bottles. You should be, make sure that the bottles are opened before, before Shabbos. Um, opening ba- boxes of matzahs. So um, if your matzahs come like the good old matzahs used to come wrapped around with a, uh, with a string, you're allowed to cut that string and open up the matzahs. That's not a problem. Um, if they're glued together, they're sealed together, so um, you're allowed to open the box in a way which which will destroy the box. So you'd have to take all the matzahs out afterwards. So that's not really a preferred type of idea. So person should try it because it's much more convenient to leave them in the box. So person should make sure they open that before uh, before yom-tiv. If the box itself is um, not sealed or just like a tape around the box, tape around the box, you can cut that tape open. Um, person is using lettuce, uh, remain lettuce. You should you should be check it before. Um, um before yumtif if a person would be checking on yumtif and finds uh, a, a bug so you can't take off the bug it's you it's a burrow problem um, so you need to take part of the um part of the le- the leaf with it um, you also have a mock issue okay so that's I think the, the more, more, more potential uh, issues. Now, you want, you want Shabbos is over, and you want to start setting the table, so you can't start setting early. You have to wait till Shabbos. Wait, wait till Tesla Chavim. However, you normally calculate Tzeitukah Chavim, and then you can start setting the table, etc. Um, the matzahs which are you're going to use for the seder have a status of so You can now move them on Shabbos. They're considered mukhs on the on the on the Shabbos beforehand, because you're not to eat them, and you wouldn't want to eat them because you want to use them for the seder. So they're considered mukhs. So you should put them in a place that you're not. you have to move them um, on Shabbos. After you we've we've done all of our responsibility of getting rid of all of the, the, the crumbs, the large pieces, etc. Shabbos morning before eleven fifty eight, you need to say the the second kolchamira. The second homer, which you normally say after you burn the comments will be said instead. Um, um, Shabbos morning, after you've you've take the comments out to the garbage, flush it down the toilets, whatever you whatever you're doing to get rid of all the comments then you say you make this declaration that any comments that I did not that I missed or anything comments which which I didn't know about, etc. All of it becomes ba'al etc. Okay. Um, Okay, I think I covered everything I wanted to cover. So that that's, eretz Shachalios with Shabbos and, um, the, the the Shabbos and the and the Seder a little bit. Some of the problem about the Seder. Other than that, I think. Oh yeah, what more so by the Seder, it's mostly Shabbos. So you make you have to make Abdullah. So it just it's it, it's it's the rule of what's known as the yaknahaz, so which the, the Haggadah will have it printed. Um, so you're going to make the bracha on the the wine, then the bracha on Yomtev, that's the Kiddush itself. Then you make the bracha on the Borei Marei Ha'esh, the, the, the bracha of havdalah, and the bracha of yanu So, um, regards to the havdalah, the candle that you're going to use for havdalah. So normally we use, you're not going to use your regular havdalah candle, which it's a very large flame. Uh, you can't put out flames on Yom so you light it. You got to deal with it burning out totally with this large flame. That's, that's obviously not going to be relevant. So you can use one of the one of your one of your your candles. So we prefer using a, a, a what's known as a torch, which is a combination of, of more than one wick. So you want to combine two candles together. Um, you use using you you light with wax candles, not not oil. So you can do that. You want to combine the two together, and then. Take them apart and put them back so that's not, that's really not the preferred option. The best option is bi even if you use a regular single wick candle it's efficient so you can say the brokermerah on the single wick candle you do not need to combine them together and then separate them apart, which that is is questionable once they're together, taking them apart is sort of diminishing the flame is that equivalent of extinguishing so that's a question okay um 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 so uh, okay so I think we covered everything Let's see any questions over here um, is the time you need to stop eating by on Shabbos, general food so um, the the time is for is 420 so a person be eating Mazonos you know etc um, um, uh, so you need to eat it before, t- before 4.20. You're allowed to eat uh, meat, fish, fruit afterwards, but a person should still be aware that they shouldn't eat too much and it will cause them to lose their, not have a good appetite for the, all of the mitzvahs they're going to do in the nighttime. Um, can you wash and eat jazkala and bench and every 15 minutes and do the same and then you eat the siddha later without washing? Um, you could have two, eat two meals. Yes, you could do that. All right, so you, you wash twice Shabbos morning but you only ate the the, um, the the other foods later on. I would would not recommend that I mean, everything over Bidia, but because Everything of here is because it's supposed to be it's supposed to be covered shabbos. Just eating bread is not such a covered shabbos. Um, the point is it should be a suit shabbos. So uh, it should be some something which is accompanying it. To you, some type of uh, accompaniment of food. Uh, they make yachnahas tea lights. Is that preferable? That would be great. Okay, that's nice. Okay. Um. Okay, I think I got all the questions. And my wife asked me to speak louder and slower. Okay. Um, I hope that was loud loud enough and slow enough. Okay. Any questions? I can take questions. If somebody wants to ask. Oh, there's two. And it's. Yeah. I'm sorry, I I I was I I spaced out for a second. Should repeat the question. I'm sorry. No, you're not. You're not misremembering. It. Well, the, the, what you need to do is um, of the three Shabbos the the Suda, which is most supposed to be the most choshev, actually is um, it's Friday night. But you know, it's, it's, I'm sorry, it's Shabbos day. So that's which we don't really have. We have the cholent, etc. So pushing the cholent to the second meal is not preferred. Um, that's number one. Number two, there's no luck. You have to have fleishigs on Shabbos. At Yom you have to have fleishigs. Shabbos you don't have to. Have, you not have to have you, don't have to have you have to have something you really enjoy. So since most people enjoy and should be a meal. So since most people enjoy um fleshig, so that's why we have to that's why we recommend having fleshig. I I know rav who has yakasham Masara and he has a, he has a milk he has a power of cholent Shabbos morning and he eats his flayshig meal later in the day. Um, so, so the point is not specifically flashek. Yomtith, there's a lot of eating, eating flashek. So, if somebody says you know, they have a three day yomtith and they can't handle so many flashek meals, so they make one of the days of milk a milchuk meal, well, I would suggest to them they make, that they don't do that, they eat the Shabbos meal, milchuk. But no, oh, I can't forgo my cholent. So, so then you, your problem is not because of the mitzvahs, you know. Forgo your cholent and have something else, you know, uh, that's kushmak, you know, and they have salmon and uh, eat your flesh your your, your meals flashing you got a long a long answer to a to a short question <laughs> right the, the, that that again yeah, that the primary meal should be the, the first meal but time time wise it's going to be challenging cheesecake woodwork yes <laughs> okay I wouldn't recommend it for the Shabbos, but I, 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 it would work, yeah. Okay. Okay, very good. Ladies, thank you for joining. Um, and uh, I'm still around. If anybody has thinks of any questions over the next few days, you know, uh, I'd be happy to answer. Okay. Okay. Rosh Stein used to, used to tell his Nusr HaBrucha was that it says, the Veld says you should have a Freilich and Perm and a Kasher and Pesach. That was the, the Nusa they used to say in Europe. He says, I say you should have a Kasher and Perm and a Freilich and Pesach. He says, Perm's going to be Freilich. That I'm not worried about. It should be Kasher. is going to be Kasher. That I'm not worried about. But it should be Freilich also. <laughs> so that was, it should be so good to have a Freilich and Kasher and Pesach. <laughs> okay, very good.